When you see the mass shooting at Stoneman Douglas, how do you feel? Oh, I fucking feel horrible, because I have an answer to that. It's a layup. You missed the layup and cost 17 lives. There's 17 people dead. There's a coach jumping in front of bullets. When people be like, oh, you gun people just don't feel, it's like, are you kidding me? I wish somebody would have been there to stop that. Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal truth of reality. Today's episode, we have Maj Toure, the owner and leader of Black Guns Matter. That organization is exactly what it sounds like. It is an organization devoted to uh, the knowledge and empowerment Black people who are seeking to affirm their Second Amendment rights. We talked about a lot of things here, uh, a lot of things that are very central to the gun debate in America today. We talked about the Parkland shooting, of course. I got, we talked a little bit about my upbringing and my own views on gun ownership. And we talk about one question I had never heard before that he raises, is all gun control racist? Interesting. Sit back, pop some pills, let's get into it. I just think that people were scared. Like people like like when people be like, Yo, you you really gonna go to Chicago? Yeah, why not? Right. I was going to Chicago anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's like T V makes it look like when you go there it's like Fallujah. Like as soon as you get off the plane, it's gonna be a shootout. Right. And, and even if it is, wouldn't you wanna have <laughs> like the tools to not die? Right, yeah. No, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So, I get it. This is gonna be an interesting conversation, man. Yeah. Especially that's why I wanted to get you guys in here now. Yeah. Uh, because I think that there's some nuance here that partly I really want to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, are we rolling? So, very, very special guest. First of all, we do this every week. White people, clap for Maj Toure <laughs> and the Black Guns Matter movement. You got to clap this time. You. I make the white people clap every week, but if you don't clap for this dude, he will shoot you in your <laughs> clap for him. Um... Why don't you explain to us what Black Guns Matter is, yeah. what your movement is, who you are for the people who don't know. Um, why don't you just kind of walk us through it? Yeah, well, I'm the founder of Black Guns Matter. We're a firearm safety and training organization. We just do it in a different way. We go to where the homicides is at, where the murders mm-hmm. is at, where um, there's conservatively 40, 50 million Americans that have kind of been left out of that conversation about the Second Amendment. Right. You know what I mean? We, we thought or were told on purpose Oh no, that's just for them crazy white dudes, and they all racist, and right. that didn't doesn't really apply to you. Right. So we go to those places and just try to and not try and give people the information about you know firearm safety, how they can lawfully obtain firearms, how they relate to the Second Amendment, um, just a, a culturally relevant conversation about right. the Second Amendment from the black perspective, from the urban perspective. Yeah, from an urban perspective, not limited to though, because right. I got white homies as urban as ever. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so yeah. it's like. And it's marketed different in different neighborhoods. So, for example, in Philly, where I'm from, you know, it's the only city of the first class in Pennsylvania, meaning over one million inhabitants. Mm-hmm. The rules or the game that they play there is different than the rest of the state. Pennsylvania is an open carry state. Right. But in Philly, it's, it's strongly uh, suggested that you carry concealed. Right. You know what I mean? You have to carry with, you know, there's a state issued, you know, license to carry and things of that nature. But, um... It's just marketed different. What's your background? How'd you get into this movement? Um, I just got tired of, first, I was always into hip-hop. And I would mm-hmm. travel around with my own music. I came to, you know, L.A. I yeah. sold my music on the train, like, up against, up, running up, you know, sideways with the highway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when I would go to all of these different places, all of my friends would have the same possession charge. Mm-hmm. Not like they robbed somebody, not they shot somebody. Like, you just having the gun. Mm-hmm. So, um... I was watching a Bill Burr stand-up, and it was so funny when he said, like, if that dude just had one white friend, I was like, hey, man, you got to, like, get paperwork for that. Right, right. And we thought it was funny. And he was right. like, yo, that would be crazy. And at the time, it was... And uh, you, you wanted to be that white friend. Yeah. With, <laughs> like, the, the right. black white friend. With a black like, white friend who yeah, tells you... It's like, yeah. yo, yo, you actually could do this legit. And so right. many people that I knew across the country was catching that case. I'm, I'm talking about dudes that never caught a case in their life. Right. Just, oh, you printing. The officer sees you printing because you don't have the right holster or you yeah. don't have a holster. You bought it legitimately in a like in a gun store, right. but you don't know that you got to spend twenty dollars and fill out some paperwork in order to carry this on your person. Right. So now you're facing five years, and right. that's the same thing in all of these different cities I'm going to. Mm. So then I'm like, yo, this is a this is a highly organized phenomenon. This ain't no oops. You know what I'm saying? It, it would be different if I go to ten cities 
and two of my homies got a possession charge. Right. I know somebody in all of these major cities that got a possession charge. Right. Nah, you missing the information. So let's give the information. So we started a, um, a license to carry drop because it was around the same time that the uh, they was ramping up for the, this, this presidential election. Sure. And I was like, we was joking, you know, voters registration drive. We just have a license to carry drive. Ha, 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 ha. Hmm. Did the voters, did the license to carry drive in Philly. And um, it was way too many people. People came from Jersey, New York. was like, yo, we want something like this. Great turnout. Um, so we signed up so many people to, you know, get their license to carry and everything like that. Then we was like, ha, 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 ha. How funny would it be if we did this in like 13 cities, like the first 13 colonies? Mm. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, shit. This actually might work, so we did it, and we started a um a GoFundMe, and then it just kept going. Mm. And now I can't stop. What do you think is specifically, um, the, or should I say, what's the specific importance of Black Americans being sort of a gun literate, if mm-hmm. you if you will, being yeah. uh, aware of their Second Amendment rights and and, and knowing exactly what it is, uh, because a lot of people would say that, um gun violence disproportionately affects black Americans. Mm-hmm. So why do you think uh, gun freedom is so important to our community? There's several reasons. First and foremost, all gun control is racist. Mm. All of it. The origin of it, the first one in Virginia, mm-hmm. the first rule right after emancipation. Everything right. else is just a, like a subsidiary of the company, of right. ra- Racism Incorporated, right? right? So... Now, all Americans are When you affected. say all gun control is racist, you mean in its inception. In its inception. Right. And then everything else after that is, it's like, okay, you drop crack. We want to put this in this community uh-huh. on purpose. That's right. not like rocket science. People at this point, that's been 30 years or something sure. now. Yeah, yeah. Now it's spreading. Oh, shit. Now we got to like, you know, no different than, wait a minute. Now in white America, there's an issue with, you know, meth clinics and methadone and all of that. We got to clean this up. So... You can drop something and then, you know, it, you can have collateral damage. Right. All other Americans, I'm just telling them, like, yeah, you too, my white homies. Like, you right. too, my Asian homies. Like, this is, a, at a certain point, it was about um, isolating one particular community. Mm-hmm. Then it became, well, let's just keep going for more power grabs. Right. The founding fathers to this nation knew that. That's what power does mm-hmm. if it's unchecked. Right? So by making sure that people in urban America started to feel like, because that's it's pockets of people. Right. New York, 7 million. I don't even know how many people in L.A. Millions of people. Yeah. Two cities alone, you're looking conservatively between 7 to 10 million people that's just out of the... Com- you're not even in the game. Right. So if you inform those people and empower them and go, yo, this for you too. Like, this mine. Like, you know, you get hit with the, well, when they wrote that, they didn't mean for you. I don't give a fuck what you meant for mm-hmm. then. I'm talking about right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think with our history in America, with Americans' history in America, you can put any, in world history, mm-hmm. any type of governmental swipe has always been led with, let's give us the guns for your own safety. Mm-hmm. I think more so maybe than anybody in America, and it's not like the, comp, you know, like the pain Olympics, but more so than anybody in America based on the laws, the structure, and the origin and its inception, Black people should be really, really on top and on point and mm-hmm. on, on like own that because mm-hmm. it's not something that's given by government. Right, it's something that you have as a birthright. Right, but if you start telling little young young dudes from the hood that, and they could check their government, like, oh, oh wait, time out, this ain't what time it is. This is what mm-hmm. you're actually going to do to serve the people, right? Then it's much more difficult to you know. Um, enslave and or mentally enslave and or control that group of people. Then you start getting some freedom around this bitch. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you you look at this issue in, in, from two different facets. One, an issue of freedom when you say that uh, gun control in and of itself is racist. There are two ways that I look at that. First of all, give you a little background on me. I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I own, I'm a gun owner. Yeah. I, I don't understand the gun debate in America. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why I don't understand it. I I own uh, a Heckelacotch P, uh, P40. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... I'm, shot- I'm going to fuck with you in a second, but go ahead. Why? Heckler and Coke. Oh, I say Koch. Everybody says it. Yeah, my brother gave me the gun and say like, I say Koch. This is a Koch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, I have a shotgun. Yeah. Um, I got my first gun when I was seven years old. Right. I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Y'all get busy down there. Uh, we do. Um, where I'm from, the gun itself 
is an extension of something always. Mm-hmm. It doesn't signify anything. Right. The the gun itself, my father drove with a big 357 mm-hmm. on him at all times mm-hmm. because my dad owned a construction company. When he would pay guys out, he would pay them with cash, cash. money. All right. And his situation was that the gun that you see on him or the gun that you know that he has is automatically a deterrent. Yep. You know, you're coming over here, some hot ones might follow. Right. When we're out in the woods, the gun is to hunt. Mm-hmm. When you're in home, in your home, the gun is for protection. I think sometimes in our community, we've seen a mutation of that idea of weapon ownership. Right. And I think at some point, uh, especially in black music guys that I knew growing up, the gun has become a symbol of manhood. Right. It's become a a, a symbol of of strength, and it's 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 a survival tool. Mm-hmm. Which, all of those things are overtly negative to me. Okay. And um, when we talk about the gun debate in America, I don't see why we can't both say the right to have a gun uh, and the right to own a gun responsibly and legally is something that that means something. Mm-hmm. However, the pro- the proliferation of guns. Too many guns, Mm -hmm. too high caliber, powerful weapons, high Mm -hmm. capacity killing machines, and just too much emphasis on gun culture is obviously bad. Like, where am I wrong? Uh, One, um, so it's subjective. So I wouldn't dare disrespect your perspective Mm -hmm. by saying you're wrong. Right. It only becomes wrong when, if that's your belief, then that's the things that you adhere to in your home and your castle. Right where you try to create um, institutions or legislation that forces me to believe what you believe, uh-huh. that's where it becomes wrong because it's right. crossing that line. So, right. for example, um, so some of those things in there, some of those phrases that you use were directly created to make sure that urban America gets scared. Like when they say high capacity, it's no such thing. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's a capacity, like a standard capacity for a particular firearm. Right. So if Glocks have... 16, maybe 17, okay, boom. That, and so in California, they'll call that high cap right. because y'all standard is 10 rounds. Right. I've never been, and most of the people that, you know, make these terms and stuff have never been, like, their life has never been on the line. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys have never even been to war, right. whether that's political war or whether that's outside war. Right. So I've never heard somebody in the shootout go, you know what, I have way too much ammo for this shootout that I'm in. Yeah. And Why are you in a shootout? For whatever reason. That's an important question. Yeah. If you're in a shootout because uh, somebody's coming into my home to, you know, rob my home, and it's three of them. Right. And I may not be the best shot. Right. And they all are armed. And they don't follow the same rules that they don't go like, wait, guys, before we rob this guy, let's make sure we have California-compliant firearms. Right. To do this. Right. Right. So if it's three of them, they all got however many rounds. I need to have the same amount of it for the bad guy. Mm. That's the reason for that shootout. Right. right? Law enforcement officers. I'm just the other thing, too, is I think there's a critical component that's left out normally, which is just like you said, you know, when it's in the woods, it's for hunting. Mm -hmm. When it's for your home, it's for protection. Mm -hmm. When, you know, you got a Tommy gun that in two years because of the National Firearms Act, you might be able to resell that for fifty thousand dollars. That means it's for investment. Mm -hmm. There's also, this is to defend against a corrupt government. Right. And the reality of the matter is that for African Americans more specifically, not limited to, mm-hmm. our go- government has not done the best job of, like, since we got here. Right. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't been like, oh, you know what, we guys, we want to give you the same equal opportunities. And if I don't, if you, if I don't rely on the government for my livelihood, why would I <laughs> wait on them for my defense? That's, mm. that's, any, that's any person. The right. average you know, 911 call is at best it's going to take them five minutes to get there. Right. Why I'm waiting for somebody? I don't want to wait for a lift for mm-hmm. five minutes. Right. I don't want to wait to save my life for y'all to come with the actual gun. Right. I don't like guns and I think they're bad, but I'm going to call somebody with an actual gun, gun to come protect my life. Right. Some of those things are very contradictory and they're, I just I think that um, th- and it's only contradictory because they're leaving half of the conversation out. You know what I'm saying? On top of, at the same time that they're doing that, they, which speaks to your point, they're promoting a culture of ignorance around firearms and making it this is the definition of manhood, and it's not. You know what I'm saying? These are just things that as a young woman or man, 
you have the right to defend your life from anybody trying to block your life, liberty, and or your pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That we're talking about. There's more of a cultural shift, right? And you know, parenting and all of those types. Yeah, of things. I think though that I think this 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 exists on both sides. Mm-hmm. That I think that sometimes you try to when when looking at it specifically addressing. Uh, black youth mm-hmm. or the gun problem or the violence problem mm-hmm. people try to um cure it in one broad sweep. yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's saying take the guns away there'll be no violence you know what i mean that's not going to happen however i, I do think that promoting a gun culture um is inherently uh mentally wrong in a way, uh, and when you say gun culture, there's only there's two types of gun culture. Sure, informed and ignorant. Mm-hmm. So I promote gun culture at our classes around the country. Seventy year old women that have never touched a firearm before, six year old shooters, were responsible with, with these human rights. Some, some Spider Man shit. Mm-hmm. With these powers come responsibilities, sure. and those are the things that, that if you're talking about the informed gun culture, there's a reason why the thirteen states that are constitutional carry in America, meaning they don't you don't need any extra paperwork to carry a firearm concealed or not. Sure. They have some of the lowest violent crimes in the country. What are those states? Thirteen states are the last one was uh New Hampshire's one, Missouri, the show me state, mm-hmm. Vermont. Vermont never was like they never like got off of the this is what this is. It's sure. thirteen of them. Yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all Google it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bang it, whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> Point is those states have notoriously lower crime rates. Well for the same reason that your dad is like, Y'all know I got that thing right. on me. This is a deterrent. But the reason why I ask what those states are is because it points like that matter. Yeah. I mean, if you're t- if we're talking about Vermont and New Hampshire, mm-hmm. we're talking about places that are going that are homogenous to a degree to where they're going to have a lot less of these problems anyway. When I like when when what makes you say that? Well, I mean, like, wait, wait, all of this entire country right. used to be constitutional carry. Let's, sure, let's, sure. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't have any. This is this is this is. Let, let me break it down. Like, this is my issue. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why. And I want to, I, I want to get to this to this point in this discussion. Right. I don't understand why the weapons that I have. I, I get why I need those guns. Mm-hmm. I understand why I need those guns. Mm-hmm. The 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 scenario of the shootout where I need the AR-15 is much harder for me to understand. Right, I get you. And the it, the the fact that it's so hard for me to understand. Um, if I was protecting the president, and uh, I was susceptible to ambush to where there might be five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten motherfuckers that we had to fight off, or if we are clearing a room in Fallujah mm-hmm. or something like that, I get why you need that weapon because I feel like that weapon has a purpose, and the purpose is to kill as many human beings as you possibly can. But that's not the reason for the AR-15. What's AR, the reason for the, the AR-15? The AR-15 platform is one of the most accurate, meaning you don't hit the wrong thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's one of the most accurate. The funny thing is, a lot of those firearms that are, make you a better, more proficient situation, yeah. those are the ones that people venomize. And the AR isn't the most lethal rifle. It's just the one that's wood. I, I, know, I know Hickok could do way more damage with a, with a I don't know, an M1 Garand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's the, the things to these are, there's far more lethal firearms, but then we come back to the question of why do they keep picking the AR 15? Right. Which is just a rifle. Sure. For hunting, for de- home I've defense. I've never known anyone to hunt with the AR 15. Why not? We could pull it up on this. I'm sure that guys yeah. that do it, but, but when, I, when, I, when I hunted, it was 30 30, 30 6, right. 7 mag. Those are deer guns. Right. Yeah. Now, but here's the thing the other part of it is. This is also this is the part that that always gets left the out way, of the conversation. If you if anybody if any of you niggas out there that's hunting with AR-15s can hear this, man, tweet me. You could do. You I want to. <laughs> yeah, right now here go here go the twist of it though. Right. You have the right to defend your situation whichever way you choose to. Sure. Right. So for example, like a handgun, everybody because the majority. If we're talking about carnage and death. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's take Chicago, which is the staple lately for. Yeah, that's a handgun. Right. So now are we saying that handguns are when in reality rifles, you're, you are way more accurate. Mm-hmm. 
So all I'm saying is that's more of that marketing. Oh, the AR-15, the AR-15, the AR-15, assault rifle. That's not even what that words that those letters stand for. Right. My point in saying that is this. We're talking about something that gives an owner much more proficient use in defending their life mm-hmm. up unto the point of tyranny. Mm-hmm. That's the part that's left out, too. That's a part of that. Tyranny in what? When, when, when you say tyranny, what do you mean? Tyranny in what sense? Tyranny in the sense of, I don't know. I have an affluent neighborhood in maybe, let's say, Tulsa, mm-hmm. and I just want to have businesses and respect my businesses and the, the local law enforcement as, as, as well as the other populace doesn't want me to have that, so they come burn my entire block and businesses down. That's tyranny. I, I understand that that's tyranny. Do you feel like that's a contemporary situation? That's something that happens now. Well, And the reason why I say, I'm not saying that it can't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yes, there's no does. reason for a black American to believe that anything can't happen to them. Right. Well, I'm saying when we're talking about a practical reason why you need some of these firearms, mm-hmm. right? Um, obviously, I, I read some of the material that that you that you had me read, and mm-hmm. they all plot out reasons why uh, freed slaves were disarmed, why the civil rights movement went in the way that it did in terms of a non- more nonviolent situation, mm-hmm. why a black man with a firearm has always been seen as something scary to to, to Americans, right? A black man with any sort of power has always been seen that way. To a certain extent, I think some of those things are changing presently. Because well, not that they not that they are changing, but when you use the reason, if you say to me, if we were in this, if when you say to me, we need a certain caliber of weapon because we're subjected to tyranny. What I would say is that they shoot us when we don't even have the guns. Mm-hmm. And so if you're getting killed, just get killed more peaceably. No, I'm, what I'm saying I'm not saying get get killed peaceably, but what I'm saying is it or or are we supposed to take the guns that you're telling us and then bang it out with the police? Uh, no, I'm not saying that at all. So, right. f- so, for example, someone's job description doesn't give them the license to kill you. Well, so, no, so, right. so, for example, if a law enforcement officer like Pop, let's take Pop, yeah. right? Two off-duty police officers harassing him to the point of whatever, drunk, belligerent, with stolen guns, Pop shoots him in the ass. Right. That happened. Yeah. He defended sure. his life. Yeah, yeah. Tyranny. He re- he had a firearm to defend against it. Very simple. That's that's modern times. Right. We talk about another example of tyranny. I'm from Philly. Uh-huh. My local government, police department, dropped a bomb, shot and killed men, women, and children coming out of a burning home in a block with the Move 9 situation. Mm-hmm. That is tyranny. This is recently. Right. You know what I mean? We ain't got. We could take it outside of black people. Right. We could take it to all Americans. This is a fundamental. That's what makes our country one of the things that makes our country fundamentally different from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of this was one of the major reasons for this is to block uh, a corrupt government that lets police do all kind of wild shit. Right. That's happening. There are some officers. I have friends and family that are law enforcement. I have cousins that put their uniform every day to fight against the bad guys. Sure. Those guys exist. I see them all the time. Right. Then there's the other guy. Right. That's like, you're going to do what I want you to do. I'm going to whoop, 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 whoop. That person, to the point of murdering someone, if you have the means to defend your life from that scenario, I'm not going to say you shouldn't have those means because that's the actual reason for the Second Amendment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, when you go back to the AR platform, it's not caliber. It's a, you can shoot it in nine. You can shoot it in 22. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I get you. These are, these are things that, you know, that particular rifle, you know, there's a saying, I use my handgun to get to my rifle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, all right, I could throw this one away. Let's right. get to the like, actual thing. Right. In that scenario, you have the right to do that, and that's what makes this place different. You, the government is not supposed to be. To me, we're already in a space where we're looking like a police state. And I'm not saying that that means go outside and start shooting police. No, because a lot of those guys, again, are like my cousin. I'll be damned if I want you to shoot my cousin. Right. I'm saying that you, we have to get more along the lines of all of those Bill of Rights, all of that Constitution. The mm-hmm. second is just the one that allows me to defend all of the other ones that I believe in. Right. Now, if, now if we get to a space where we're allowing our own thought process to say, hey, there's a special type of mm-hmm. human that only law enforcement and only the military should have this thing. Right. One, that's historically, that's been drastically horrible for everybody that agreed to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mao, 50 million Chinese. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not even America. I know. Once again, though, you, you know, it, it, I get it. I think, though, it, you know, when we're 
I, I try to keep the conversations. I have these conversations. I talked to my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my father said to me, he said, uh, my, my dad is the, the man who put the gun in my hand. He, my, my father said, we are getting to a point to where we have to ask hard questions about who's responsible mm-hmm. for things mm-hmm. uh, like Stoneman Douglas. Yeah. Um, now, we can talk about boogeyman, worst case scenarios with, if the government comes, if the government comes, right. if they, it, you know, but what we and, and that's something that we should always keep in the back of our minds, especially as black people, especially as whomever, because you never know what power does to people. Right. But we also have to ha- deal with what is happening, mm-hmm. not what could happen. Right. But what is happening and what is happening is a, a kid is going to a store, getting a getting a very dangerous weapon off of that store, loading it and going in and shooting up his mm-hmm. classmates. And. There has to be something that can be done about that, yeah. and and I, and I think that uh, the it's because if we're talking about say drunk driving, yeah, drinking beer, period, right? Right. This is the difference between alcohol and firearms. Mm-hmm. The difference between alcohol and firearms is if there is an epidemic of kids getting drunk off Michelob and crashing their cars into people and killing everybody, mm-hmm. that's bad for Michelob. Mm-hmm. That's why when you see a commercial with the, with the beer in it, it says at the end of it, please drink, drink responsibly. responsibly. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the gun community is at all willing to try to stem that's or to so take wrong, any responsibility. Man. That's for, so wrong. Look, the, uh, you, so you're telling me right now, <laughs> you're telling me right now that the NRA, mm-hmm. which is the mouthpiece of the gun community, wrong. that they, that the NRA is the mouthpiece of the gun community. No. Who is the mouthpiece of the gun community? You, me. I don't have a hundred, I don't have a billion dollar lobbying situation. Neither does they. At the, best, they spent five million last year on politicians. They, Planned uh, Parenthood bro. spends more money on that. Come bro, on, Van. You know that. Let's, let's be Van, real. Let's be realistic. We let, are, let, let's, let's be factual. Let, 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 let's be realistic. The the NRA, and this is by. by Wait, first, by, let, let me say, let me say this first. Uh huh. I am in no way, shape, or form endorsed, paid. I have to start saying this now. Because when, <laughs> I, when I start doing the numbers on this stuff, uh-huh. like the question you about to ask me, right. and people go, there's no way. And then I go, they go, well, you must be paid by them. No, I'm not. Right. But go ahead. So you're, so what, it's, it's your contention then that the gun lobby in America isn't powerful and the gun lobby in America isn't donating to Rubio admitted on mm-hmm. CNN that, that he takes money from the NRA. And just like other other politician takes, that's what lobbying is. Uh, for, for example, and, and, and that lobby, mm-hmm. because of demographics and because of a, a large portion of the country, has an immense amount of power. So when, when I, I ask you this. So let me stop opining. Let me ask you. How do you feel like the gun community takes responsibility for uh, – Deadly shootings and things like that, and just overall the gun deaths in America. How do you feel? So let's use the most recent tragedy. Sure. This young dude Cruz got police called on him right thirty nine times. He called the police on himself. Right. Broward County sheriffs, the same guys, those four officers that stood outside while while teachers. And coaches and teenagers were jumping in front of bullets uh-huh. from crews. Right. Sheriff Scott, because I don't even want to call him a sheriff anymore. Right. Scott Israel took a home trip to Cruz's house in 2016 about calls that he got. Sure. That sheriff's department had a standing procedure to juke the stats to ignore a lot of that. So on a local level, and at the same time, if you want to tie the NRA into it, the NRA has been screaming for years, fix Nix. Nix is the national instant criminal. Yeah, 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 sure. Fix Nix. The state is not reporting and feeding it into the federal da- database for years. Mm-hmm. There are already things in position that people on local levels are not executing. Right. You get, if, if a motherfucker called on me, yo, I heard Maj slapped eight people last week. Right. At a certain point, the local PD is going to be like, Maj, are you around here slapping people? What's going on? Right. 39 times there are things already in position that would have stopped him from that. The NRA is behind. You guys need to fix Nick's. Don't blame us. Mm-hmm. We're not a governmental body. Right. 39 times ignored. That same officer went to his home in 2016. Mm-hmm. Y'all officers got there, did nothing, cost 17 lives, but somehow we blaming the NRA. Well, we're not blaming the NRA. What, no, no, not you. Not yeah, you. Yeah, 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 no, I, I get it. I, I get saying? what you're saying. What, what I'm saying is, and I meant to, I meant to, this is what I was getting at earlier. Why are we looking to fix any one entity to fix a whole problem? Mm. Perhaps 
Knicks should be fixed. Perhaps they should have done more on that side. Yep. And perhaps he shouldn't have been able to just grab that gun off of a shelf and then go shoot up a bunch of Why people. Not? Well, because Why, well, not? Wait, let me be very clear when I say that. Why not? Why not? to somebody that is doing listen if i'm a bad guy mm-hmm. i don't you can keep making rules there's already rules against murder regardless sure. so if i want to stab somebody i'm from philly i was I've, I've i've seen times where if you want to stab 30 people how hard would it be ask the guy in china that did it no i'm no i'm no i'm not i'm, t- I'm telling <laughs> you right now if you want to take a knife and go into the newsroom right now and stab 30 people in 6 minutes how hard would it be not hard it would be incredibly hard. No, I disagree. So, so for example, so for example, it, okay, let, let me ask you a different question. Mm-hmm. Is it easier to stab thirty people in six minutes than it would be to take an AR-15, go out in there and shoot them up in, in six minutes? It would be easier for me to use a handgun or two handguns. It doesn't matter. That, see, we're talking about things like magazine capacity. Again, do you know how fast I can reload a mag, even if it's California compliant, ten rounds? How fast you can? But like, uh, uh, but wait, the the average person, if there are already preloaded mags with mm-hmm. ten in them, mm-hmm. it's in. I'm out. I'm dumping. I'm pushing the button. I'm dumping. I'm going. Now I got fifty mags. Right. With ten rounds in them. Right. It takes two. So I can do the same thing. Knife. I drop a knife. I get another one. The point that I'm making there is mm-hmm. the fundamental difference here is, just like we have to be uh, mindful. I can't because Maj drunk and and crashed into somebody to give the example that you used. Mm-hmm. Oh, Van, we got it now. Since most of the drunk drivings are happening between 1030 and 2 o'clock in the morning, Van, we need everybody in L.A. to not drive because we got to cut down. No, we don't we don't say not drive, but we do we, we do increase the control of the drivers. Then. And driving is a privilege, and not what, a right. But what we, we do control, we don't say not we don't you can't drive. What we say is, yo, we're going to have people staked out all over the place to make sure that if you're driving, you're, dri- you're not driving anymore. And that's why I'm a fan of getting all of these vets that need jobs that are mentally capable, mm-hmm. that are physically capable. Let's create jobs for those vets to be one or two. I could get them my DM right now and find two vets that would be willing to get a job at a school to protect children. So those are the checkpoints right. that they have with the DUI points and all of those other different things. We Listen, we, we protect our money right. with, for armed guards in a lot of states. Sure. Why not our children? Hmm. Why not our children? I'm not saying that the answer is I'm, I'm not a proponent of less or more guns. I'm saying. Where does it stop? It stops when going back to the concept of deterrence. Let's the, the guy in Aurora, Colorado. Yeah. He drove past six other theaters, larger theaters uh-huh. with more people in them to right. go to the one that was a gun free zone. Right. So that was you ain't that crazy. Why are there, Why aren't there so many mass shootings at police departments? For the same reason that ain't nobody run up on your dad. I got this thing on me. And as you know it. It's hard to find somebody, even in the street. You know how many friends I got that were warriors but didn't have a gun killed by a sucker? Mm-hmm. Now, if you knew my homie had a burner, you not go, it's hard for you to find him now because you know he got yeah. a gun. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we're talking about taking measures to prevent, even down to getting some teachers that choose to want to be trained mm-hmm. and understand what a biometric safe is and things of that nature as a complete last line of defense. They're there to educate, mm-hmm. right? But if some teachers want to go, yeah, I'm already licensed, I'm already, whoop, 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 I don't see why you should stop that. The question that I ask those people that say those things, what if you was in Pulse nightclub? Would you at least want the option to defend your life? Yeah, sure. I think I now think, at that point, yeah. when you win there, you want you know what? I only need because there's only one shooter. Right. I only I don't, don't give me the rifle that I'm actually more accurate with to Here, hit the one person. Here's the deal, though. I, I think I think like once again, if if put in the worst case scenario situation, um, anyone is going to choose. Like you know what I would really like to have. Yeah. In that situation. Like I really like to be like Cyclops or Wolverine. You know what I'm saying? And I don't got to shoot nobody to get right at the dude. But but no, but I and that was just a joke. But I'm saying if if put in the worst case scenario situation, uh, I I think that you know you want as much firepower as you can. Right. But I I think that we're 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 getting to a point to where we really have to ask ourselves what it is that we're going to tolerate, or what is necessary in, in, in terms of. How much death we're willing to we're really willing to deal with here? So and the 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 school shooting is one phenomenon because mm-hmm. that's something that every people talk about because it affects different people. Yeah. But in our neighborhoods, the the gun violence is even worse and it's consistent and it, and it never stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And you got to change the culture there. Yeah, but you don't just have to change the culture. It's right? one of the components. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a component. What I don't what what I don't get is is there anything that could happen that would make you say there are certain guns that shouldn't be available to the public? You you know what would have to happen? Somehow, magically. See, I have a human right to self defense. Right. Um, grenades are lawful. I was about to say, like, there's grenades. There's, there's These are all lawful things. Right. Right? So even when we're talking about, let's, let's, if you want to isolate it to the, to the areas that we live in, mm-hmm. right, where the, where the highest levels of violence is happening. Right. These are also places that have the most rules against firearms. Right. Since 1990, when Joe Biden presented the crime, you know, bill. Yeah. And introduce gun-free school zones. 81% of mass shootings have been in gun-free school zones. The rule is just putting a sign up saying, hey, there's nobody, to, there's no lions or wolves here to protect the sheep. Right. That is not working. If we want to tie it into the stat, the numbers, we have data. The fucked up part is the data is sh- dead people. The data is numbers. Yeah. So at a certain point, yeah, when, sure. we, when we tie it into death, we got to start going, okay, this has been a horrific this did not work mm-hmm. as opposed to look at the data with the 13 states that are constitutional carry. Cause then you get the argument of, well, if we get national carry reciprocity, nobody will know who has a gun and who, and it'll be the wild, wild West. They always say that. Well, we have 13 states that are there and they have lower violent crimes. Well, I like the reason why I ask, and I, I have, cause somebody look up those states. The, yeah. the, the reason why I ask what those states are is because once again, there's, there's, I want to make sure that, the 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 gun laws they are directly or a direct corollary to them having mm-hmm. low crime because if we're talking about smaller states or if we're talking about states right. that have a low all of those things right when we talking about yeah it's you know y'all those guys will look it up the per capita situation yeah you know what I mean all of those things but so that's one end of it because sure. like you said it can't just be the one thing right. right but if we look at all of the places that do have lots of gun control Chicago mm-hmm. I mean we New Orleans. New Orleans has per capita for every in in Chicago for every one hundred thousand people, right? There's sixty one shootings, seventy percent of them non fatal, right? right? In New Orleans, for every hundred thousand people, there's ninety some odd shootings. Mm -hmm. A larger percentage of them are fatal. Gun control. Everywhere there's a gang of New York, right? It goes. New York's New York's been New York's, getting better. New York's homicide rate is New York's gun, gun crime. They're, yeah, they're, it's getting better in New right. York, and right. a lot of people say that's because the, the gun laws there are so draconian. So the question that you have to ask yourself is, what's freedom, and our responsibility with those freedoms, mm-hmm. the balances that we have to have to maintain our freedoms as well as secure and remove people from having tools that they shouldn't have to kill people. Right. You do not get to play a blanket card game with my freedoms. Right. That is one thing that uniquely makes America, America. Right. We also have to, that's, we are charged with that responsibility. Figure this out. And if we're looking at the data, when we've tried it this particular way, it has horribly not worked. We're also, we're also charged, though, with using our freedoms responsibly. Absolutely. And understanding which freedoms are potentially dangerous um, and which freedoms are a little bit more innocuous, right? So you have freedom of speech, but that's, you can't say anything. Yes, Look, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. There's going to be a repercussion. No, no, you can't. You No, you actually can't say anything. You can. You can. You, there may so be. So you can, you can look at a cop and say, I'm going to kill you. Yes, no, I you, can. Yes, you, there's no, there's no. A threat of, of the threat, like. It's can, unlawful. It's right. But you can do it. Right. Well, that's anyone can do it. You, you know what I'm saying? And that's, right? and that's like, my so point. That's I'm, not actually a freedom. What I'm saying is there's like you're the, 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 the I, and I think a lot of people, the, the First Amendment is very important and I'm definitely not arguing against freedom how did you put me in this position yeah, it's um, a, i tricked you right, all the way right, tricked you. Right. <laughs> the first amendment um the first amendment gives you thank you uh the 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 first amendment gives you um the freedom of speech right mm-hmm. and it gives you more than anything the freedom against the persecution of the government of your speech right the government is freedom of speech freedom of press the government can't tell you what you cannot say they cannot lock you up for what you say mm-hmm. however what you say you're still accountable for and there's still there's still sometimes it'll be unlawful. Now here's the thing. So I'm agreeing with you. Wait, 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 wait. What I'm saying is we put there were boundaries placed on free speech 
to make sure that people were safe, to make sure that a police officer, if you say I'm going to kill a police, if, I, if you look at a cop and you say I'm going to kill you, or if you look at the president or you say, say I'm going to kill you, if you look at a person, I got, I got a homeboy, shout out to him, I put some money on your bill, mm. that got, uh, that got um, uh, arrested for having terrorist, uh, for terroristic make, threats. Uh, terrorist, terrorist threats. Yeah. So there are limits on your speech based upon the safety of society. And so it, my, my point by saying that is I don't know what the limits of, of, uh, of, of, of guns are for the safety of society, mm-hmm. but I have to believe that there are some. There are, so, yes, I'm agreeing with you that there are some, and it's based on information, education, training, and, be, and training more people in the gun culture on the informed side. Sure. So if you, if you create a space where um, somebody's entire understanding of the Second Amendment and or firearms comes from Call of Duty, you already did your whole community a disservice. Right. Right? So with, if we, again, go back to the stats. Since the NFA in the 1934 was created, right, mm-hmm. the National Firearms Act, certain types of firearms, you can still get them, but they're hella expensive now. And they're super expensive. You got to go all the way back to, like, before we grandfathered in, 1984, all with all, all that stuff like that. Right. Violent crime has been steadily, incre- it's been going down over the last few years. Yeah, However, yeah. in conjunction, when you run the numbers diagrams, Crime in regards to violent crime and firearms has gotten worse the more and more restrictions we've placed there. That has nothing to do with guns, though. It has a lot. I'm talking specifically about but, guns. But 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 the violent crime also has to do with drugs. It also has to do with a lot of the urban areas. And th- this is what I'm saying about. So when you when you say that the more restriction we've had, there are so many things that you're leaving out there. You're leaving out uh, sort of the 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 the. The breakup of industry and people going into urban neighborhoods, and urban blight, and the the drugs and prostitution and all of those things right. that would lead to there being more violence. The gun is a symptom of that. It's not the problem. I'll exactly. be honest with you. The gun is a symptom of that. However, you're only gonna if 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 your job is to if you want to kill as many people as you can, or if you want to defend yourself against as many people as you can, you're gonna get the biggest, baddest weapons you can to do that. Well, if that was the case, then a lot of these people would be using full auto, mm. right? But they don't. They can modify. They can get them unlawfully. But, but now you're talking about getting them unlawfully is, is hard. Modifying them. It's the, not hard to get unlawful firearms. If I, want, if I want right now, if I wanted right now to, to get like a fully auto, like a, I wouldn't know how to do it. I would. I know because you're the fucking gun dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's right, and listen, like, listen. And if I wanted to modify it, it would be very difficult. I don't have the expertise to do so. So here's the thing. One, YouTube exists. Two, most people, most of them firearms that's on the white market, you know what I'm saying? All of those things are accessible in those urban areas. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, but again, we got to come back to the conversation of just like, and there is that balance there. The reason why we've made progress at Black Guns Matter is because of the fact that we take this balanced approach. Uh-huh. So, for example, I'm never even seen with firearms. Right. I don't. Our thing is education, safety, conflict resolution, and de-escalation. Right. Because the neighborhoods that I'm in... That's, That's what needs to be there as well. That's dope. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's more of those things as well as, and then when you take that young person, we, we've taught in public schools last year. Mm-hmm. That hasn't been done since the 50s. Right. With that being the case, when we deal with conflict resolution, we take those young people to the range, and it's like, yo, bro, you, you never shot a gun before. Right. You, and I get you. You got heart. Right. But you go in here and you see what this— yo, Have you ever seen— surveillance tapes or the shootouts that happen in these places it's the worst thing ever they it's obvious and that's a that's a huge deal too right. it's like like it's obvious like a dude shooting a drake or like over like right. it's obvious that they can't shoot right. that they don't know what they're doing with their weapon you give me that person and you give me that um some time with that person it's the reason why my organization exists let me show it's like taking a but dude can to- you do something to make them less likely yes Okay. The information, the training, the responsibility, the power of that. Most of them dudes never fired their weapon before in their life. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I can tell I could tell by your stance and your grip. I could tell when I say, okay, unload your weapon, reload your firearm, so forth and so on. Okay, you never did this before. Right. Training is no different than some of the most um, guys that are in the gym, boxers, yeah. right? They are so good at walking away from fights. Yeah. For the most part, they're right. like, "Yo, you, you." I know that you don't even throw one twos for a round, and it's actually unfair. You got it, bro. You right. have no. I, when I got a hammer on me, it's like, you, you have no. But I know, and the the power that I have on me comes with responsibilities. These are things that we 
have to stress in urban areas. Mm-hmm. We have to because, like you said, it's not it's not the two, the gun getting up floating. I feel bad today as my Glock 19. My Glock 19 floats around is like you. Sure, that's not what happens. It's the person. Mm-hmm. So when we tie that holistic approach, yo, bro, are you in a gym? Because I don't want you to get trained and then your go-to is your firearm. Right. I don't. That is the last resort. Right. You know what I mean? I don't. I want you to get in. Yo, do you know the local laws in your town? So I don't send you to the feds. Cause Maj was like, yeah, guns. No, cause Maj was like law too. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we have to approach that with a lot of these laws are infringements on your human right. right. So get organized politically what we're doing is a holistic approach that turns into damn near a rights of passage program right you right. Know which, which, which that's how it was so just to let you guys know those states are alaska arizona arkansas kansas new hampshire mississippi missouri north dakota vermont west virginia and wyoming mm-hmm. um vermont west virginia wyoming uh fully unrestricted residents only and then arkansas and idaho residents only if you look at these states, I'm just going to point this out. If you look at these states, the one thing that they have besides maybe Arizona and perhaps Missouri is they don't have large urban areas. Mm. So if, if, if you look at these places, there are also places that have traditionally, they traditionally more rural areas. Mm-hmm. The, I think having large urban areas it complicates that the argument a little bit. So the reason why in those places with constitutional carry don't have large urban areas and it's a lot easier to get those states like that, mm. because gun control is not about gun control. Mm. It's about people control. I, as the government, and the founding fathers, however they was able to foresee that, right. this is about controlling people. Because if it was about the stats, when you have, again, urban area chicago mm-hmm. all of the gun control all of the homicides right the reason why those states are constitutional carries because they're like eh, it's not a bunch of people there so we, we, we ain't gonna trip and they also have they, they they also don't have some of the the epidemic socioeconomic issues that right. these other places now do. we tie that maybe poor but right. they, they, they you know there wasn't a, there wasn't a crack drop down there wasn't a, a meth Drop down. Sure, I mean, but and and also you're looking at places which I, I, I'm sorry if they banging in Wyoming. I don't want to take it away from y'all, but I don't think that there's a lot of we're talking about gang violence. We're right. talking about a lot of things that mm-hmm. go on in these other areas that exacerbate uh, gun violence and some of these right. issues. And I think when you when you when you're looking at it there as it relates to forget about school shootings or or anything like that. Right. We, we have to start taking a look at how we. And you said that you're doing this, which is very admirable, how we make the gun less romantic. Right. You have to. So there's children and, you know, my children see my guns. They are so on point. They know the four rules, like the back of their hand mm-hmm. of firearm safety. They know. What, what you doing? Why is your why is your why is your fire? They say firearm. Right. Why is your firearm there? Yeah. What do you are you tripping? Are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. They're so aware and informed about it yeah. that the mystification of it is gone. That's very important, though. You don't get that by pretending like it doesn't exist. Right. And a lot of those dudes that have all of those other symptoms of things that mm-hmm. we can point to, we could point to, you know, uh, I don't know, the new Jim Crow, Michelle Alexander. But we could talk about the Clinton crime bills and all of those different things sure, that added yeah. to that. Right? right. But now I got to figure out we can talk about what went into it, but mm-hmm. we also got to figure out how we can add back solutions to that. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you're talking to a young man that his 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 uh, upbringing or his definition of manhood came from television. Bro, they sell stuff. Right. That may not be. They might all that company may also have, you know, holdings in a prison industrial complex situation. Sure. So it benefits them to keep you unaware. Right. You know what I mean? Especially like You don't feel like the gun lobby is in any way tied to that? Um, so I'll give you an example. There was there was word that uh what's this guy's name? One of these politician dudes. Uh Sessions. Mm-hmm. Supposedly had some a little bit of stock in uh prison holdings or whatever right do i think that that happens yeah and it's to me this is the part where i'm at it's like i understand that slavery was a business move for y'all this is just business my business is the business of informing and empowering my community right so if your business is that i'm gonna make it so difficult for you to lock men up right even just on you know how many so many young dudes that come to the classes and they be like yeah i'm about to do this i'm like oh where you live 
No, 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 no. You right. don't do that because, it, and matter of fact, this is that lawyer. I'm affecting some money up. Right. Lawyers, judges. Oh, we going to cut down on us. You better pick up a basketball and figure out how to do something else. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So with yeah. that being the case, it has to have that holistic approach. But I think when you're in the gun community and the gun culture, mm-hmm. when you see how responsible and on point with laws and the, the concept of freedom and sharing, if you're not in it a lot of times, you, th- you, you, got, you have an outsider's uh, presentation of what the gun culture is. So sure. then, so that they don't know that the only thing that the guy in the, the lane next to me cares about is, are you safe next to me? Right. Do you have a cool gun and can I shoot it? And right. do you got some ammo for me? Right. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you, when you have been told, you know, when you talk about the NRA, the NRA conservatively has about five million members. Yeah. Right. There are a hundred million firearm owners in America. Right. That's five percent. Right. Give or take, right? Mm-hmm. That's not a. They don't speak for ninety-five million Americans. If them ninety-five million Americans ain't even on the squad, it depends. How so? Um, first of all, not everybody, not all of them have to be uh, in the NRA for the NRA to be directly working for all of them. This is the way things work in America. A very small percentage of power can represent a very large group of people. That 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 happens politically. Mm-hmm. It happens economically. Unfortunately. Um, and, and it, it could definitely be happening with the, 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 the gun debate. I think what the NRA knows is that in representing those 100 million people, even if those people aren't all members of the NRA, mm-hmm. I think what they know is that, uh, it's within their best interests from a lobbying standpoint and from a political standpoint to make sure that those people have access to whatever guns that they want. So they're going to act, but they don't, the, but, but they're going to try. They're so, gonna, so here's the thing. Making sure that the majority of responsible, safe firearms owners are having their rights protected, I'm totally fine with that. Sure. I'm totally fine with that. And I don't think you can... One, there's never been an NRA mass shooter. That's Mm -hmm. one. Two, we can't, because some people do the wrong thing with the tool, we can't then blanket everybody else. And we can't say, oh, the NRA wants to be the people that make sure that more, 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 more crazy people have the firearms. Because, again, if the NRA is saying... Hey, for three years, fix NICS. This is going to be a problem. Fix NICS. Hey, we're going to work with state government to make sure that, you know, we can help you guys figure out a system that would get th- stop these people from even having this. Mm-hmm. And they've been saying it over and over and over again. Like, but I feel like the, the, big, the bigger message is, and listen, maybe I have a, 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 a like I was in the NRA. Um, mm-hmm. I was, I, I believe that my father still was. But I think, though, that that's not, the sort of platform that I hear them speaking from. Well, the platform that I hear them speaking for, I never hear the NRA say, uh, like, for example, the NRA should have been out the gate with its Philando. support Philando Castile. Mm-hmm. They should have been out the gate with their support of Philando they Castile. They did. How, how, how did they? New War. <laughs> Coleon New War. Yeah. Did a whole... I'm not talking about the black NRA nigga. I'm talking about. Wait, the, why does he got to be the black NRA because, nigga? Because no, 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 he because I'm, he works for no, the no, NRA. I'm, t- I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the same way they do. First of all, shout out to that brother. I'm not whatever. I'm talking about the same way they do everything else. So, the, so with the, the, with, the, with the with the with law the biggest, enforcement with the biggest platform possible, saying, "Listen, look at this situation. Mm-hmm. Look at this gentleman who was killed. I agree. L- like, look at that entire thing. But the same way. I but agree. I don't think that it's a lot of times when when situations like that happen." You start to wonder. That's how your sort of respect for an organization or respect for actually a debate erodes because mm. you start to think, "What Why are we really talking? Right. Yeah, what are you talking about?" So, so I'll give. I, I have a friend that, and I and I talk to a lot of those people at the NRA. I'm like, "Y'all optics, you're getting your ass beat because you're not highlighting the things that you've actually done for people of color." Yeah. The general public is not going to know that the NRA had the only. We can talk about far back up until very recently. They're not going to talk about the NRA having the only desegregated shooting club in the middle of Jim Crow in Washington, D.C. in the 60s. They're not right. going to say that. Right. They're not going to talk about how the NRA armed, you know, Buffalo soldiers to fight against the Klan. They're not going to talk about that. Right. They're not going to talk about fast forward to Otis McDonald in Chicago when Chicago was trying to create sure. law. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to talk about my friend Shanine Allen, mm-hmm. who licensed to carry in Philly, drove over the bridge into Jersey with her child's cake and balloons for his birthday 
went over there, got the license to carry, had the firearm, was facing 11 years. The NRA spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on her attorney fees. This is recently. Do, do you think there's anything peculiar as to why the NRA doesn't make a bigger deal out of those cases? I don't, or why we don't hear about them? I don't know. And I, when I talk to them over there, so I, I'm, listen, I have to be objective. My highest alignment is to the truth. And when I say, what the fuck are y'all doing? And I know y'all got 76 board members and it's a big ship over there, no doubt. Yeah. To me, I th- and I'm biased, I think the NRA should go, we love what Maj is doing. I'm on their platforms all of the time. I think that they should go, give Maj a million dollars. He's already been responsible with the $80,000 that he raised on his own on GoFundMe. Uh-huh. Keep doing because they all go. I got pictures of me and Wayne LaPierre. And- Do you think, though, that the, the fact that, first of all, I want to make sure I ask you about something. Yeah. With your standing in the 2A community comes a certain political affiliation. Yeah. Okay. I saw that you getting into it with Tariq Nasheed. Yeah. Over pictures of you with Tommy Lauren mm-hmm. and Sheriff Clark. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not going to ask you about those aff- affiliations with those people. Everybody says I'm smashing her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask you about affiliations with those people because that is what it is. You know... You know what the impression of both Sheriff Clark and, mm-hmm. more specifically, Tommy is. Yeah. Why take pictures with them? I don't deny anybody pictures. It's this people that ask me for pictures, and I don't... The guy that supposedly run, ran the website that sold Zimmerman's gun that killed Trayvon Martin... Yeah. Last year, and I didn't know who that dude was. I didn't... I don't... I don't that's not... You know what I mean? Yeah. Last year at the NRA annual meetings, this guy asked me for a picture. I took the picture. Later, a month ago, the story comes out, oh, my, just taking a picture with a known white supremacist. And I'm like, and that's what the top of the caption said. If, it literally said, if you don't know who this guy is, this is the guy that blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, so the people, your readers don't know who that guy is, but I was supposed to know in an a, a annual meeting where I'm taking 10,000 pictures. Can I tell you why you're supposed to know? I'll tell you why you're supposed to know. But go I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell you why you're supposed to know. I'm gonna tell you why going forward you're gonna want to know. I'll yeah. tell you why. Mm-hmm. Everything that we've discussed here, mm-hmm. um, your platform is very well thought out. Mm-hmm. And even though I think that there is work to be done on the understanding of some of these more deadly firearms and about how they actually all firearms are deadly, Van. Yeah, I get it. But then some, I'm sorry, I, some I'm sorry. Can fucking you know, All of them like, can. Wait, 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 get, wait. Get, before you even finish, <laughs> wait. I got, I got to say it. So look, Van, Van, right. Van. I had this conversation with guys that talk about nine and forty. Oh, I need forty. I need the stopping power. Twenty-two, nine. Okay, so twenty-two is weak. Yeah, it's weak. Can I shoot you in the head with it? Right. Right. No. I right. feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Go ahead. You're back really to what good I was at saying. this. Back to what I'm saying. But listen, I get what you're saying. I, I, I do also think that. A, a character like you, or excuse me, not a character like you, a man like yourself, who, who, his uh, his platform is very thought out, his his goals are very thought out, and their positive goals can very easily be co-opted. Yeah, optics. Uh, right, and 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 um, in a situation to where you have people saying that Black Lives Matter or the KKK, you have people that sh- seem to understand uh, to to have a fundamental misunderstanding should i say right of keyword the black under, uh, of the black experience mm-hmm. or, or the experience of black people who are this is the funny thing i think about fox news is that you can tell how off kilter they are by the ones that they choose to attack so when you go on fox news the rappers that they attack are like common and nas mm-hmm. and beyonce and jay-z uh-huh. um uh, meanwhile, the other ones uh, who who you could argue have much more vile and destructive things Highlight to say. Them. It's not they don't even have anything to say. Those people will use a character, or will use a guy like yourself, and they'll use you to promote an agenda that is 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 at cross purposes. Here's the thing with what we're trying to do. In the Most of the people. So take the Tommy Lauren interview, which happened at this point almost two years ago. Right. Right? Just like it's it's in a weird way almost uh, self uh, – you have an insecurity and or there's a touch of racism there. No one thinks for a second that maybe I'm using Tommy Lauren on her platform. That video had one million views in less than 24 hours. Nobody says, what if Maj told Tommy – we're going to take this picture. Uh-huh. 
Everybody thinks Tommy used him. She's like 100 pounds. I don't know if she used you or not. I just know how it looks in the end. Now, what it looks like and what it is, what happened there was so right. many more people from doing that show. And most of the people that make that critique didn't watch the interview. Right. I got on the interview. It's like people go, oh, don't do that. The TMZ. Y'all, listen, I'm a, for me, yeah. I go, yo, I kind of might believe TMZ more than some of these news outlets now yeah. because TMZ will get sued. Right. The news journalism will go, oh, we retracted the statement and whatever, right? Saying this to say, perception there might be a little off. Your perception does not define your reality. It doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. You can deal in your own virtual reality. My job was to go there and represent my community thoroughly. No different than I did with Sean Hannity. Right. No different than I do with any of these platforms. Right. Where, where I could give some more credence to those pictures and people that actually saw the interview and you know, I could give more of um, uh, some some sort of, you know, I could lean that way and hear them a little bit more if, one, I got on those platforms and misrepresented my community. Mm. If I got on the platforms, let's, let's use Sheriff Clark, for example. Sheriff Clark at that time, that was at the same NRA annual meetings. And nobody still, even the guy that I used that said he owned the website, the website, the gun wasn't even sold yet. Right. Like, there was no Zimmerman's going to sell the gun. That didn't sure. even happen yet. Right, right, but right, yeah. take take take, uh, you know, Sheriff Clark. Sheriff Clark at the time was, a, everyone thought, yeah, he's going to become the director of Homeland Security. Mm -hmm. The director, potential director of Homeland Security says, hey, let's take a picture. I've never met this man before in my life. My war chest is not big enough to create an invisible, powerful enemy because I told him, nah, bro. He took the picture. He held on to the picture for damn near eight months. That's his agenda. When I was at the annual meetings and the, every platform that I do, I'm going to be thorough. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be objective. My highest alignment is to the truth. So if somebody mad that after, as customary, when everyone, after this show, people are going to take, we're going to take a picture, mm -hmm. right? And then my white people will be like, that dude Van's a racist. Right. I, I supported your movement. Right. I have to have quadruple consciousness. Yeah. I'm past the W.E.B. Du Bois dual consciousness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I all four of those angles. Saying this to say, I could, I could listen to that a little bit more if you actually, one, was doing something in the community. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm front line. And I'm, I say that in the most humble way. Word. You know what I'm saying? And when I say it all of the time, I, I'm like, they, I get hit with the, you a coon. I'm like, yo, do you know me, bro? First of all, in real life, I will catch an assault charge if you say that to me mm -hmm. in my face, but then you just want to take a picture in real life. Okay, cool. I ain't tripping. Mm -hmm. The thing of the matter is those people are, are real pull quote and clickbait driven. So I can't, and they, I can't really show if I get a phone call from one of my OGs that I know they solid mm -hmm. and they like, yo, you're going a little too hard on X, Y, and Z. And I know, I know their commitment to the community. I definitely take that with I have that circle of, you know, wise counsel. Yeah, yeah. For somebody that's like, oh, well, you took the picture with such and such, you don't understand the position that I'm in. You piss off Sheriff Clark, who a ton of his philosophies and things that he's, you know, he's dealt with, I completely disagree with. Mm -hmm. You think, he, you got on a bright yellow Black Guns Matter t-shirt. Mm -hmm. He's asking for the picture, mm -hmm. Right. You say no. You think he ain't gonna take that? Some yeah. Well, fuck him. I, like, 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 let me be real. I, yeah. I, I get it. Um, the same revolutionary spirit that you have when you're when you're having guns, mm -hmm. um, and you're saying it, you might need to bang it out with the government. Uh, fuck that nigga. Like it. It like I, what you're doing is needed. Is necessary. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring you on here because you on some bullshit. Nah, I brought right. you on here because. Um, Education defeats ignorance mm -hmm. in any in any situation. For sure. Okay. If 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 we can't agree on uh, a certain type of weapon, then we can't agree on a certain type of weapon. But what we can agree with is that uh, knowledge is, is the one thing that we have to have. For sure. What I'll what, what I'll say about people, and everyone can make their own decisions about people. What I'll say about people is they're serious people mm -hmm. and they're not serious people. Right. They're people who are who are retweeting things in order to look good to the choirs that they're talking to. Then there are people that are out there mentoring kids and trying to make a difference in one or two lives. Right. You are the latter. Right. So if the the, the and I'm only saying this because the I remember we we I, I, we we texted after the 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 conversation that you had, the back and forth you had with Tariq, and that's a waste of time. Right. Okay. Um, I still don't like the AR-15. 
I don't like. I don't. I don't. You I, ever I, shot you, Van? You shot an AR-15? I bought my dad an AK-47 a couple years. That's ago. different. I, like <laughs> that platform is way messy. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. It's, it's, a, it's a good gun, though. It's but, a good gun. But, it's, that's for maximum carnage. Right. Right. Yeah. And my and my point is, I don't believe in the maximum carnage weapons. But I will say this: that that just admitted that I bought one for my dad. He wanted the gun. I bought it for him. It was his birthday. Um, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna ask you one last question. Sure. The question I'm gonna ask you is. Uh, when you see the mass shooting at Stoneman Douglas, how do you feel? I feel like our local, all the way up to the federal level. Didn't say who you need to blame. I said, how do you feel? Oh, I fucking feel horrible because I have an answer to that. We already have things in position to that. It's a layup. It's a layup. You missed the layup and cost 17 lives. Mm. That's not, that's not. It's a layup. 39 phone calls? There's 17 people dead. There's a coach jumping in front of bullets. Like, what the fuck? That's like when people be like, oh, you gun people just don't feel. It's like, are you kidding me? I wish somebody would have been there to stop that. Mm. What if I have friends that are in Florida that went to school up a county up the street from there? It's like, yo... Okay, you cool, you live in Philly. What if your ch- that was your child's school? Yeah. Like, so so that whole argument of because you pro-gun, you somehow don't feel for these. These are somebody's children and family members. And it's like, who who my next thought is, who are we going to lock up for this? Mm. Who's getting locked up? Oh, we just going to get on TV and say cool fly shit. Who's getting locked up? Who's losing their job? Shit, even the Yanez lost his job for shooting, murdering Castile. Mm. Yeah. Who we got to lock up? Who got to lose some bread? Nah, that's the first thought. That's the first feeling. We had, we had, there's a standard operational procedure for that. Nah, that's horrible. I got children. That's my first feeling, man. And it's, it's, it's just like mad to me that people, you know, and it, it, it motivates you because it's like, damn, man, that could have been one of my students. I'm in the inner city. Mm. You know, that shit is corny mm. to, the, to the, that's lame as fuck. And I'll, all I will say is, see what you just said there, honestly and openly. Uh, I sometimes, as someone who's in purgatory in the argument, I... Never, ever, ever deny the fact that I'm a gun owner yeah. and have been yeah. since 1987. Right. I was seven years old. Mm. Break down 410 shotgun. My dad gave me the gun. Started yeah. killing rabbits. Yeah. Um, I think that that empathy and uh, uh, that sort of actual feeling for, for what's happening, I think that's sometimes missing. Yeah. I think that uh, if we start there, yeah. like then we can kind of start talking about some of these things, and not just in a, in a school shooting. We're talking about brothers getting lit up in Atlanta, right? In in Compton, in Chicago, and all of those things. Uh, but look, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Uh, I think that what you're doing um, is it, it, very important work. I hope that we've had a good conversation. I, I hope so. that you ain't gonna take no more motherfucking pictures with Sheriff Clark. <laughs> uh, uh, white people clap. <laughs> Black guns matter. Appreciate y'all. All right. That's it, man. No doubt. That's good stuff. <laughs> For good sure. Stuff. <laughs>